This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Welcome to the Carpool Podcast with Kelly. I always say like a clean car drives better and like it obviously doesn't, but you feel better. I like want mothers just to feel so good in their car. If you're like at home and you're like, oh, there's nothing to do. I want to get out of the house. Just buckle those rugrats in there and get to the car wash. And Liz. While I always gravitate towards Kit Kats, sometimes I do grab a Twix and I'm like, that was the move. Your mom time off starts now. Welcome back to the Carpool Podcast with Kelly and Liz. And today... Today. We have a really exciting episode. As the content's just flowing. Right when I think like, I don't have anything to talk about. You. We find something. Yeah, there's always something. Truly. So today we're going to do a millennial word, a great eight, juicy industry news, our advice segment. And we're going to give you some ditch the drive through ideas just to kind of really mix it up to get you out of your dinner rut. I've really missed our great eights. I'm happy we're doing them again. I and, I, and I love to see, I love to post them on the carpool Instagram and see what people say and just like how different they can be i know and also sometimes how dead wrong people can be literally one grade eight i had to clarify and re run a repoll because it's like um so before we get into it i just kind of wanted to um talk about a topic that's carpool related and that is car washes Mm. get a car wash get it into your rotation i think it's like a a piece of self-care that sometimes gets looked over and I really, good. I really think like having a clean car, even if the inside's messy, like walking up to a car that's clean. And here's the thing, like when you go to the car wash, like you're going to empty out your car a little bit and just like, just try to get into your routine. Like I'm really going to try to, I do a pretty good job with car washes because I have a membership. Um, but I just like can't say enough. Like I always say like a clean car drives better and like it obviously doesn't, but you feel better. And like, I'm just so much, I like want mothers just to feel so good in their car sense of pride when you walk up to your car yeah. and it's squeaky clean and like i think it's fun for the kids to go through it like if you're like at home and you're like oh there's nothing to do i want to get out of the house just buckle those rugrats in there and get to the car wash what do you think about washing your car at home yourself <sighs> i think if you have older kids it'd be like a fun like i don't think i would like encourage george and hattie to do it but like if i had some six-year-olds and they were looking for something to do i would tell them to start washing my car yeah we used to wash my like just get some sponges and some soap and, like for fun yeah yeah it's like a good thing for a kid to do yeah and then you know the inside's a tough monkey to tackle but <laughs> that's always tough i have some highlights on my instagram if you like want to hear how my my car cleaning tips but it really unfortunately comes down to like at some point i think you almost just need to start from a clean slate and like go get a totally. detail totally and then like because you know it's easier to like keep a tight like tidy a car than like detail a car so like i think if you can get a yearly or buy yearly or twice a year or yearly detail and then just be really mindful about doing like some weekly spruces and cleans your car will feel yeah nicer and yeah. and i do think that's it's like a good thing to give as a gift or ask as a gift like if your mom or your husband's like what do you want for your birthday you're like i don't know like i don't need anything ask for a car detail like a really good one yeah because you will get into it and you will feel like it's brand new again and like you spent so much money on it and you bought it to feel good in it and i've totally been there where there's just that 
stain that you just can't seem to get out and you just like need someone to professionally yeah. put a little elbow grease in there and then like the next day like i remember like on the days that i like know my car's really clean i get i look so forward to like getting in it the next morning right so i know that's like a random topic but it's just something i always think about i mean it's like kind of random but also very on brand 100 all things car related um so i just wanted that that's like the only like little extra thing i had to add besides our segments but do you have any millennial words i thought you were bringing the millennial word today cal okay i can do that too i just i'm kind of out of breath i'm pregnant like i just like could use a deep breath action today's millennial word (laughs) is pick me girl or pick me energy so that's pick p-i-c-k space m-e pick me and it's something that the kids are saying these days and again like most gen z things it's a little hard to understand a little hard to clarify i got the uh um, definition urban dictionary definition oh so which is the law so pick me girl a girl who goes out of her way to impress boys and make them seem like they're not like other girls kind of like a simp but for girls otherwise known as internalized misogyny okay not the easiest to explain but when you see one you'll know one she's one for sure You'll know she's one for sure. Usually does this to be accepted by boys and be considered one of the good ones. If you say things, if you say one of these things, congratulations. Nobody likes you. Oh my gosh, this is so mean. This is the Urban Dictionary definition. Yeah, well, I again, so I think you could have stopped like sentences ago. I think it's mainly like energy you exude to, to show you're not like other people. So like, or not like other girls. Oh, okay. So here's like actually an example of. Yeah, yeah. So it's to be like, boy says girls are so dramatic pick me girl i know right i only hang out with you guys because i can't handle the drama yeah that's a pick me girl girl. yeah or like we like elizabeth and i were we just recorded our book recap from run rose run so go check that out if you read the book or check it out when it comes out not sure when that's coming out but the character is like the kind of person who's like Oh, yeah, like, I can just, like, eat french fries, and, like, I just, like, never gain any weight, and it's just, like, like, I can just eat whatever I want. uh, Like, I wish you'd stop calling me so little. Like, (laughs) stop calling me little. Like, I'm a big girl. I was like, okay, we get it. You're skinny, and you eat french fries. (laughs) And not all of us have that luxury. And that's a pick-me girl. Or you can just give pick-me energy. Like, if I, like, said something, like, I'm not a pick-me girl, but I could say something that would, Liz could be like, Kelly, that was pick-me energy. I think like the pick me girl energy comes anytime you're just like trying to tear down other girls, which is 2022. And we don't do that at all. Like we don't have the mean girls situation. Like we're all about building each other up. And pick me girls are like, I'm not like, like, I'm not like girls. I'm not like other girls. Yeah. I definitely know some pick me girls. I definitely know pick me girls though. So anyway, that's a pick me girl. Okay. As I'm like saying, like we build each other up and then I'm like trash talking pick me girls. But you know what I mean? Kind of controversial. It is. But that's, but it's not it's, our word. It's not our word. It's not our culture. We're just here to deliver the news. Yeah. Okay. Next, let's get into our great eight. So we're going to do the great eight of candy bars. Um, no, I think this is really important. No, I agree. Um, because when you go into the gas station and you are craving a chocolate bar, it's really important that we know so you don't get mm, decision fatigue, which one's the best one to grab. Mm -hmm. So also just like, you know, we're talking about fall already. We're thinking about Halloween. Like what kids Halloween candy are you going to steal? And it's just like, it's good to know um, where your priority should lie. I I could not agree more with Mm -hmm. you. So 
Are we doing like specifically candy bars or are we opening up to like anyone in the chocolate family? Um, I think we could do anyone in the chocolate family. Okay, I'm just wondering. Yeah, I think that's fair. Do you want to start? So we're going to get our list of eight and then we'll um, go head to head with go that. Go head to head. So yeah, I'm going to go strong with um, Snickers. Yeah, that's um, the number one seed yeah. for sure. Like that, Snickers. That'll be hard to beat. And we'll see what happens because I feel like we always say that. And then sometimes and then, you have a sleeper like making chili who just yeah. knocks out decorating for fall. Like yeah, it's her job. I know. Um, the thing with Snickers. Well, I, I, I can get to it. I can get to it. Yeah, let's just make our list. Um, Twix. <sighs> yeah, that's a good one. Yeah, that's a good one. Um, Kit Kats. Also a solid choice. Also very solid, yeah. We should have gotten them as an excuse to eat them. Mm. I'm going to say Reese's. I mean, I thought Snickers was, there was no way to beat Snickers, but I forgot about Reese's and I forgot about Kit Kats momentarily. I know. (laughs) And I wouldn't write Twix off either. Twix are great too. I know. It's going to be hard. It's going to be hard. Mm. I do feel like there's a time and a place for like a three musketeers. Three muskies. And it's normally on the last day of your Halloween candy. But it oh hits. It does hit. I'm going to leave it on there. Obviously, because you said it. Um, okay, this is kind of like, this is kind of a random one. Hershey's Cookies and Cream Bar. Very random, but I'll allow it. Tyler loves those. Really? Yeah, Tyler will do this like odd, like this like such pick me girl thing. <laughs> Tyler's a pick me girl. Let me tell you <laughs> something. He'll come out with like a Mountain Dew and a Hershey's bar, and I have like a water and like cashews, and I'm like, what? Yeah. Like that's what he eats. Like he'll eat a. He'll, he doesn't really drink soda anymore, but like when we were dating, like we'd stop at the gas station. Okay, mm-hmm. I wouldn't get water, and that's like I'm obvious. That's pick me girl to say. Yeah. I obviously didn't do that. <laughs> But like he would get you got a Dr Pepper and nuts. <laughs> uh, I got Dr Pepper and chips. But he would come out with a Mountain Dew and a Hershey's cookie and cream bar, and those are good. Yeah, that's okay. really cute, actually. I think <laughs> although those two together sound absolutely horrendous. They are horrendous together. Um, but it's just like cute that he likes the cookie and cream bar. No. <laughs> <laughs> just like really tender. <laughs> um. Okay, I have one more. Yeah, this is tough. Uh, I'm gonna say it peanut m&ms mm-hmm. i guess for me it's peanut m&ms for other people it might be peanut butter m&ms no i think i think it's important to say it's not the regular one it's a specialty m&m you, of, of, you choose what pretzel it is pretzel m&ms like it's just yeah okay, it, so it's peanut have, for me though two, three four five six seven. Oh, so one more <sighs> i mean i feel like milky ways like looking me in the eyes yeah but i'm like is, is there is there a better one though do you know what i mean because mm-hmm. like milky way is not really it for me i would only time I'm ever grabbing a Milky Way is if it's one of the mini ones, you know? Well, and I want to say, I think we should also, like, are we getting it in its best form? This, like, this kind of... Well, I think if it's if its best form comes in a fun size, it's probably not even worth discussing. No, see, that's where I disagree with, which I, I, I want to dive into that with you later. Oh, okay. We can talk about that. We, we need to decide our last one. Hmm... Okay, we're gonna give this one because I just I don't I don't want to put someone in there who's just gonna lose. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So we're gonna go Rolos. Rolos is a solid choice. Or I was gonna do Milk Duds. Ooh. Mm, yeah. Okay. Which I, one they're kind I do? of giving the same thing. I would probably give Milk Duds though. I think like if I'm at a gas station, I'm never grabbing Rolos. No, because like Rolos, you need to work on your packaging. No, it looks it it gives like caramel chews like don't you just think like a pack of rollos like you know how they come like looking like sprees yeah. like 
you can't like it's not in a box it's like not like a resealable oh, you have to, bag you have to like unwrap all of them individually don't you yeah yeah i like rolos when they're like the holiday version and they're sitting in a little jar on the counter but like milk does i would buy from the gas station i agree like mom always has rolos around the holidays and it is iconic but if this is what would you grab in the gas station and i saw milk duds over i would definitely choose milk duds over rolos. yeah okay, okay. now we have our list see so. like and now i don't know where this is gonna go no and you never do okay <sighs> okay let's it's just like how do i pick Let's do because I feel like these kind of, these two are kind of similar and they're kind of hard hitters. Mm-hmm. But I think only one can stay, and that's Kit Kat versus Twix. Because hmm. it's like they both come with multiples. They're both in like a skinnier stick form. Um, I think Kit Kats have a fun factor when it comes to eating them. Mm-hmm. Do Twix have more going on though? It's the it's yeah. the cookie, it's the right. caramel, it's the chocolate. Kit right. Kat, it's tiny little wafers. Yeah, and I am a sucker for Kit Kats. Same. But as we're sitting here, like, discussing truly which one is better, the Twix certainly has more mm, depth to it. 100%. It has more going on. And while I always gravitate towards Kit Kats, and I say always, I, I don't, oh, like, I'm not doing this very often, but I do feel like I gravitate towards them when I have the option. Sometimes I do grab a Twix, and I'm like, that was the move. If I'm, if I'm, and one thing, one measure I think I'm going to do is what does, what did my two week old Halloween candy basket look like? Hmm. There's Kit Kats, Three Musketeers, Banana Laffy Taffy. They're very similar. It's just that the Twix has I think, more chocolate and caramel. I think the Twix are a bigger, I think the Twix are it for me. I, I can approve of that. I did not think that Kit Kat was no. going to get on the first round. No. I do love Kit Kats. I do too, but... But you're right. I think Twix is doing it. And like, you remember how Kit Kat went really unhinged with those flavors? Yeah, and I know. I, I kind of like can't go back after we did that test drive of all those ratchet Kit Kat flavors. I haven't had a Kit Kat since. Yeah, I mean, Also haven't had a Twix, I feel but. kind of burned. I might go get one today. Okay, see a Kit Kat. That's, yeah, Twix sounds really good right that's now. That's shocking. Twix might win this thing. <laughs> <laughs> Literally. Okay. Um, let's do. Let's see what happens here. Three Musketeers. Okay. Versus Hershey's Cookies and Cream. Mmm. Okay, so I will say I think Three Musketeers' best form is fun size. 100%. I think a full-blown Three Musketeers is overwhelming of yep. nothingness. And here's what the fun size has to offer. You get more chocolate per filling. Because mm-hmm. like you get chocolate on the other side because you eat the whole thing at once. But if yeah. you bite into a bar, you don't have that final layer of chocolate on the outside of the bite. Mm. and that'll mess you up i do need i need a crunch i need i need another layer where admittedly i don't i don't think i've ever had a cookies and cream hershey's here and here's what i want to say about hershey's cookies and cream is they're consistent Mm. you get the fun size you get the king size you get the standard size it's giving the same i i will allow you want to take out three muskies that's fine just because three muskies isn't it's not as diverse i think you'd like the hershey's cookies and cream I'm just like such a like true chocolate girl. I know you are. Yeah. But I feel like getting that white chocolate is not going to do it for me. Well, again, I didn't think she'd beat her, but I'm happy she's here. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Just got to figure out who we're going to match up next. Okay. I feel like this one's like, these are two good ones. Okay. Peanut M&M's versus Milk Duds. Like they're both not a bar. Yeah. These are both kind of the outliers. Mm-hmm. So... Milk duds are just a pain in the butt to chew. 
gets i i remember we went through a really big phase in high school with milk duds yeah. we'd always get dr peppers and milk, milk duds, duds from the gas station i also always had braces during that and so it's just like kind of hard for me to like look back on having braces and eating milk duds constantly it does feel like milk duds could improve their formula without sacrificing taste i think that they could improve their taste a little bit uh-huh they're uh-huh. like all they're like so close and there's something that falls flat i think it's like the the chocolate like isn't chocolatey enough for me and i don't love inconsistent sizing because yeah. like sometimes you get a dud and it's like this thing's freaking he- like this is yeah. a two biter dud like, what am i supposed to do with this <laughs> like this does a total dud um yeah it's peanut m and m&ms it's it's consistent you pop them in your mouth the different colors are fun yeah um, i do love i do love peanut m what's your what is the what's the m&m you're thinking of peanut butter peanut butter yeah yeah i don't like the mouthfeel of a peanut m&m mm, i do so i like like once it all like once it's all like in my mouth and like chewed up but chewed i don't up. like that like <sighs> oh and so that's what the peanut butter does for you all right but M&Ms. i would definitely i'm fine with taking milk duds out but you know what i think it was a closer call than a milky way would have been and i, I think and i think that's important okay <sighs> i shouldn't have done this to myself oh gosh we have snickers and Reese's. don't <laughs> we, we have snickers Shoot. and Reese's. i'm sorry but I think it's an important discussion to have. And I think a the really- fact, the fact, the audacity that Hershey's cookies and cream is in the second <sighs> round and either Snickers or Reese's won't be is a crime. Liz. And this podcast might get canceled for it. So I hope you're happy now. <laughs> OK, so let's let's talk about it. Reese's versus Snicks. Um, and it's here's the thing about Reese's what's its best form and that's a controversial topic because is it mini is it trees is it eggs is it standard well it's pumpkins or eggs (laughs) so i don't it's pumpkins or eggs so (laughs) probably eggs probably eggs yeah um but i mean that's a whole other conversation i very recently bought a full-size snicker bar from a gas station and tell me about it well, it was after a night out, like not out, like with the kids were with us, but like Tyler, we, we, we had to stop at a gas station. I was looking for something. Here's the thing about it. Here's the thing about a Snickers. If you want a sweet, but you also want to fill up a little bit, Snickers yeah. can do that. Yeah. 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 Like it has the peanuts in it. Like you could, you could make the argument it's a protein bar. You're not you when you're hungry. Yeah. Yeah. You're not you when you're hungry. That's like their whole thing. And it's one of the few, one of the few candy bars that can <laughs> pr- provide a bit of a snack even more than a dessert. Yeah. Like exactly because of the nuts and of like the different things involved so yeah i think it i think for me like if it's like if i'm gonna stop at a gas station and i'm like hungry it's like i would definitely reach for a snickers so here's the unfortunate thing and this is why it's hard stopping at a gas station we can both agree you're grabbing snickers halloween candy no you're right you're eating the reese's before you eat the snickers and that's just that's that's just the impossible situation we're put in right now do we need to call a tiebreaker? I think we should because I can't be the one to make this decision. No, and and here's the thing: like I'm, I know it sucks they get out on the first round, but they were going to go head to head eventually. Like, so it's just like let's just get them out of Do the way. Do you feel more strongly to towards one over the other right yes. now? Snickers. Yes. Okay. Do you feel more strongly towards Reese's? No. <gasps> I so uh, maybe we don't need a tiebreaker. Okay. I think we can. I think I think I'm looking at you, and I think if, if we whoever we call, they say Reese's, we're both going to be like. Okay, bye. Yeah, no, I agree. But I think we both secretly want Snickers. And again, we didn't talk about this, but like, 
Don't sleep on a Snickers fun size either. A Snickers mini, a Snickers fun size, well, a Snickers full size. Like they're all Snickers so good. Snickers fun size. When you get the fun size variety pack that comes with Snickers Milky Way, um, hurt. Uh, yeah. The what was it? Snickers Milky Way, Three Musketeers, and Twix. Snickers is first to go. Or Twix. I don't or Twix. <laughs> Twix is like the underdog. <laughs> okay, one more thing I want to say about um Reese's like again we're at the gas station don't you feel like Reese's is like I'm always like oh is two enough but like then the four is too many like I feel Mm. like the way like again like if I had a six pack of eggs and I would eat three over the span of an hour I'm good but like if I'm going on a road trip yeah and I'm leaving it's like I don't know if I'm satisfied with like the two Reese's I get where like I'm obviously satisfied with a full Snickers bar I think we just really like a little bit more going on because mm-hmm. Milky Way got or not Milky Way Three Musketeers got out because <laughs> didn't have enough going on Kit Kat got out because didn't have enough going on and now Reese's dead okay so our final four is Twix Snickers peanut M&M's and Hershey's cookies and cream. which is such it's a crime this is a crime <laughs> okay let's do Twix versus Hershey's cookies and cream. yeah I mean that's Twix yeah it's Twix for sure so that was easy sorry Hershey's okay and then this is Snickers versus peanut M&M's so this is a good one because because they can both kind of fill you they up can they both, the chocolate 100%, the 100% 100% I think that the peanut M&M's last a little bit longer I mean, if you want to put that into a I mean, comparison. I think we can do this song and dance, Elizabeth, but like, let's just get to the game. Like, it's okay. not, it's obviously Snickers. Snickers. Okay. Yeah. And then that leaves us with exactly what we expected, <gasps> Twix versus Snickers. This is not what I expected when we first started at all. I know. But... <sighs> I mean, a Twix is sounding like it's going <laughs> I want right a now. Twix <laughs> so bad. And like, how about Twix and their cute little marketing? Like, are you a left Twix or a right Twix kind of person? Like, That's they're kinda... just so funny. Is it funny or is it pick me? <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, what does it even mean? <laughs> it's like, do they taste different? No. And also, in- it depends on the which way you flip it. It can either be left or right. Oh my gosh, Elizabeth, you just blew my mind. I know it's not. It's never this. Like they're the same. Okay. Is there any way we can say like full size? Like, can we start by comparing sizes? Okay. Like, so fun size, full transparency. I I grab the Twix over the Snickers for a fun size. For a fun size, I would agree with you there. I would agree with you there. Um, I can't say I'm like a full Twix bar kind of. I don't, I don't know if I've ever done it. I really don't know if I've ever grabbed a full size Twix. I actually specifically remember doing it. And I was like, <laughs> that was incredible. Why don't I get Twix more often? And Twix comes in, in the gas station. Twix comes in like it's regular size or the slightly longer, bigger size. And mm-hmm. like that's the one you get. And it hits. And the cookie is good. I th- it's Twix for me. <laughs> it's Twix for me. I don't look. This is already this is already a crime. We're already canceled from putting Reese's out in the first round. So I'm just gonna go full send and say Twix is the winner for me. I think Snickers is the winner for me. I'm sorry. Okay, so we have to do a tiebreaker. Yeah, because again, I don't. If I'm, I'm not always, yeah. I just to me, it's it's just still Snickers. Okay. Just. <laughs> Okay, guys, we have Tyler here to be our tiebreaker. Tyler, can I'm you hear us? On, I'm on the podcast? Yeah, yes. and try to cut back on the background noise because this, we're trying to bring some good audio. Okay. All right, sorry. Okay, so Tyler, we did the great eight of candy bars. First things first, what is your favorite candy bar? Ooh, that's a tough one. I'm going to have to go with cookies and crepes. <laughs> that's what I said, Tyler. It got out on the first round. No, second round. No, second round. I mean, third. Um, but here's our final two. Are you ready? 
Twix versus Snickers? I'm going to have to go Snickers. All right. You're my man. All right. Love you. I think first thought I would have gone Snickers too, but he didn't ride this journey with us to bring us <laughs> towards the Twix. And so it's fine. Snickers can win. But honorable mention to Twix. But, but huge. I'm, like, I'm, I'm huge. Like, like Twix lost in overtime. Huge. Okay. How about Hershey's cookies and cream? Isn't that cute? I know that is really cute. Okay. Next. That was fun. That was I'm, fun. So what are you going to go to the candy bar today? Yeah, I'm going to go buy a Twix. I got Twix on the brain. You are. Like when we said Twix. That was really fun. I did not think it was going to be as good a discussion. I know. Okay. Um, it's amazing how we can have a riveting discussion about nothing. <laughs> truly. Okay. Do you want industry news? Do you want an advice segment? Like, what do you want? I kind of want an advice segment. Okay. But industry news is juicy. Well, I don't know if you've known, but we are, we are now the latest career coaches. Everyone loved our micro influencer talk. Mm. So we got so many questions about micro influencing. Oh, fun. Um, and I do feel as though like we have more to say on the topic. So that's why I wanted to do some of these. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Hi, Kelly and Liz. Love both your Instagram and your podcast content. I'm also a big watcher on the YouTube channel. Thanks, girl. I was just listening to your new episode. And honestly, I've been super interested in influencing on a smaller scale for a while now. Your segment on micro influencing really hit home. I was just wondering if there's any courses that any course or guide that you use to help get started. Um, No. And I think this is like what people have to be careful about. Like you don't need yeah. anything. Yeah. You don't need anything. Like really the key. And a lot of the, we got so many questions. A lot of them are, how do you get started? How do you grow? What's your mm -hmm. recommendation for growth? Um, And I think everyone like wants that easy answer, like do this, do that. But truly it's about finding a niche. And again, it doesn't have to be the most original niche out there. Because again, like I said, there's a lot of mom bloggers. There's a lot of moms. Yeah. So like Liz said, whatever your friends come to you for, that's your niche. And then start creating content around it. Yeah. I mean, because the car mom started because Kelly's friends were all becoming moms and said, hey, what kind of car should I get? I'm a mom. And then that was that yeah. was a driving point to start the car 100%. mom because that's what people went to you for. And I think like so once you kind of figure out like, OK, you know what? I'm going to do I'm a I'm a mom of preschoolers. And like, that's just going to be my niche. Like, that's just who I'm going to try to connect to. Then it's about just showing up. Like, I really think it's important to show up on stories and then do daily posts. And it's, I mean, it's not, it's a lot of work. It's a lot of work, yeah. Um, but, you know, you can batch content. And I think my biggest advice for like growing on social media is, and I got this advice very early on, but um, to be social. Yeah. And reach out, talk to other micro influencers in, in your, you know, in your community and yeah. that and that you have a similar interest in and comment on their stuff and respond to their stories yes don't and then you build a relationship with these yes. people do not like i do not just like start messaging influencers who are bigger being like hey do you want to collab do you want to collab do because not do that. because no offense like why would they collab with you like you have there's no, nothing to gain there's nothing for them to gain um but find people of a similar following and be genuine like we need more genuine people on social media and i promise you like people can spot when people are being authentic mm -hmm. so find some other mom bloggers and be if you enjoy their content comment on it reshare mm -hmm. their reels comment on their posts start direct messaging with them and then see if something organically happens or next thing you know like you're creating a funny relatable reel okay now it's being shared to stories and yeah. like now your content's getting out there you've got to create content 
that's funny, relatable and shareable. Mm-hmm. Cause I mean, some of my biggest days, like I've had days where I've gained 20,000 new Instagram followers in one day because a big influencer like Mallory Irvin or Darylant or Danny Austin shouted me out because they found my content helpful. Not because I asked them for it. Right. But because they were just like, Oh, Hey, I found this girl. Like this is fun content to share. I love sharing. Con- like I love sharing other content that's funny or relatable. So mm-hmm. put yourself in that position and, make that content do not do loop giveaways we don't do giveaways like I and mean, we do them occasionally if like there's a big value add for you guys but that's not how you grow that's not how you create that audience and then really like the key to making money i think as a micro influencer is being able to really have good story insights and sell on stories because that's mm-hmm. the easiest way and have good engagement do not buy followers no do not buy followers no. let me say it one more time do not buy followers because if you are trying to be a micro influencer and you're especially trying to make money, your the followers that have been bought are not going to click on your links and buy your things. The people who are going to do that are the people who trust you and follow you because they enjoy following you. Your um, follower count is not nearly as important as your engagement rating. 100%. Um, and one thing we didn't mention about another way micro influencers can make money is Instagram does offer a Reels bonus. So if you make a creator account... Um, you can apply, you can like go into your settings and then you can get paid off your reels views. It's not a ton of money, but if you have a few reels that end up going viral, mm-hmm. like it's, it's a good way to make a little bit of money that costs your audience absolutely nothing because yeah. it's literally them just like watching reels that they like. So I do think this could have changed, but I had a girlfriend of mine who runs her family's business Instagram account and she was like, Hey, why can't I use, um, like copyrighted sounds on reels and i dug into it and if you are a business account again it could have changed but it hurt no, time still that way if you're a business account you can't use all the sounds so if you're a small business that sells jewelry make it a creator account yeah. not a business account and i think you'll have more success with um being a, able to get those yeah those sounds and so anyway i don't like really like i want to be clear like you don't need to like pay for these courses on like how to become an influencer or this like I think it's like, you know what it takes. It takes showing up consistently. Like I've been doing this now almost two and a half years and I let my story expires expire three times. Yeah. Like it's just, I show up consistently every day and I like it. Like you have to like this because this is not, it's a super great and flexible job, but if you don't like it and you dread it, it's not going to be successful. But if you enjoy sharing content, making content, the creative outlet, the connection, the social side of social media, I probably, the followers will come. I mean, they just will. Yeah. You just have to, you have to keep. Reels has been good for getting people. Yeah. And I think like another thing you can do for Reels is make sure that things feel consistent. So like as you start to show up on people's or I even like doing like little trends or themes, like I kind of gave Liz this advice when I first, when she first kind of started influencing, like even if you think it's something mundane, I think people like a routine or consistency in their follows. So you know, obviously I'm always like talking about cars, but like when I do a lot of thrift miss content, like people like me constantly bringing up mm-hmm. thrift miss, thrift miss, thrift miss. Or when I do like my fridge clean outs on Instagram every once in a while, like those are when some of my story insights are some of the highest because everyone wants to check back in for like, oh, Kelly's going to tell us what she's making for tonight. Yeah. And she's cleaning out her fridge. Yeah. So I think if you can like find a consistent, like, um, you know, even if it's just like you making, or remember when I used to do those, um, I need to get back to that like those inkblot coffee tests. Oh, yeah. So like every morning I posted or my kombucha taste test. Like I think doing a consistent thing like that on reels 
with the hopes that like then you start popping up on people's feeds more often because they might not follow you the first time they see you. But if you're like, oh, yeah, this girl is the one who's always testing kombucha. Yeah. Then you may get a follow. Yeah. Um, and when Kelly gave me that advice, I really didn't want to take it because I didn't create a new Instagram page that was going to be my like creator account. I just started my I just did it on my same Instagram page where everyone from high school, everyone from college, everyone who I like ran into once in my life every like they're all following me and so there was a certain level of that that I felt like I was going to be cringe Mm -hmm. but actually the overwhelming feedback when I would just post like what I was doing for dinner or what my workout was or whatever people commented on that more than just my perfect avocado toast you know at a restaurant in my cappuccino like who's going to respond to that yeah but when you're talking and when you're engaging people can feel like they can connect to you and they'll they'll talk to you exactly so so anyway we're here to help out the micro influencers of the world so make some premium content tag us in your reel and we'll share some of them to our stories there is a audio going on right now that has inspired me and it says everything is content don't forget to film it and that's 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 exactly what i did with your gender reveal cupcakes Mm -hmm. that i made from walmart and i like cut them open and i just decided to film it really quick turn it into a reel and it's your best performing reel. it's a very high yeah my probably my best performing reel and it was just something that i was literally doing i did not go out to actively create content i was just what i was doing and i filmed it yeah so let, show us some content tag the carpool and also find some other micro influencers to follow like if you're not sure because what's, what's interesting about like the more of the macro influencers is they don't honestly they don't have to create as good a content and i'm not saying they're not talented or didn't put in the work but like they don't need to do the trending reels to make money because right. like they have you know five hundred thousand followers right. but go find someone with three thousand followers and, and see their hustle and get inspired absolutely i'm so passionate about this i mic- am too like we are going to get some people to be some micro influencers i would i like want to hear all these success stories. i know so make sure you're tagging the carpool we'll share some to our story you yeah. can tag the car mom and elizabeth too um and we're trying to like lift up the micro influencers of the yeah, world. Yeah, I love it. Okay. That's all I had. Okay. Now it's time for industry news. Industry, industry news. Okay. I have stories that are nothing if not all over the place. As always, Cal. Okay. So, but I kind of like, like when I'm looking for stories, I like to try to find like a retail piece, a, and I, like, I, I try like to try to find some retail pieces and then some like cars and concept pieces so there is one car that's going to be coming out that just like want to get on everyone's radar i did share it on my instagram stories but we have officially the concept car of the hyundai ionic 7 which is the electric through suv from hyundai Ooh, it's a car i'm very excited about so i think on the last podcast episode we talked about the kia ev9 that one is way further along in production like we actually have they actually have like spy car photos of it so although it hasn't been released like it's actually a car that's being driven on the road this is still we just got the concept okay which the concept car is you got here's what you remember about concepts it's not going to look like this like they over they like almost like it's like so annoying it's like it's a kind, dramatized version well, it's of kind it. of like i would it's kind of like when you see a runway show it's like okay well that's not yeah. streetwear but it's like right. that's the vibe then they're going to tone it down. Do you okay, know what I mean? Cool. Yeah, cool. It's like such a good analogy. That is a good analogy. Um. Okay, so it it's giving hers. Oh, that's unfortunate. Yeah, I'm really not liking how it's giving minivan. Yeah, it's giving big time minivan. So anyway, we can post these photos on the carpool, but 
it's the Hyundai Ionic 7. So the the Ionic 5 came out and I was like, I mean, I literally said in my tour of the Ionic 5, whoever designed that car, want them to design my kitchen. Because Hyundai, you've, you always say it, Hyundai has the best interiors. Yep. 100%. 100%. So I was kind of expecting a little bit better styling than this, if I'm being honest. And it's not giving electric Palisade. It's not even really giving Ionic 5. Like, I wouldn't have guessed this was a Hyundai. Right. I mean, the grill, like their little pixel grill that they're starting to do, like that would have given it away for me. But like if I just looked from the back end on, I would not have guessed Hyundai. Mm-mm. So it's supposed to come out in 2024. So hopefully they change everything about it by then. Yeah. Because that's not it. And why would they like put the concept in that awful green? I don't hate the green. I hate that green. That's not a good green. So some other interesting things. It says the Hyundai Onyx 7 will share much of the Kia EV9 and the Genesis, Genesis GV90. The Kia is slated to go in production soon and could be here next year, while the Genesis GV90 will most likely arrive in 2024. Um, the Ionic 7's expected to have a range north of 300 miles and be able to charge 10 to 80% in about 20 minutes on a 350 kilowatt charger. Estimated price, so expected on sale date, Q1 2024. Estimated price, $50,000, which is what we want to hear for. I mean, that's yeah. a Palisade. yeah. So it's not like the $90,000 RS1 from Rivian or right. like the $90,000 Tesla Model X. So like that's what we want to hear for yeah. a Hero SUV. Um, I just like want it to look a lot better. <laughs> okay, not to bring up Rivian again, but, but I'm telling you, bring up I'm telling you, whoever is on Rivian's PR team, they are getting their name out there so many ways. And this is a hysterical story. You might have seen this floating around the internet, but a man in Austin, Texas went in for a vasectomy. The clinic's power went out. The man said to the doctor, I already took off work. I really want to get this done. Let's use my Rivian. And the Rivian, the electricity in the Rivian powered the vasectomy. Insane. Yeah. So that's the story. I don't I don't have a ton of their details. The doctor said he performed what is likely the world's first Rivian powered vasectomy today. The power in the clinic went out. The patient didn't want to reschedule because he already took time off. The procedure went great. Respectfully, the first and hopefully also the last. Uh, I don't really know. To, I don't really know what to no, do I don't with have that a ton of re- I don't have a ton of reaction. It's just, again, like there's Rivian being out there doing PR. Um, great PR moment. Yeah. So anyway, hats off to Rivian. I'm if Tyler's vasectomy isn't on a Rivian, I don't want it. OK, that's <laughs> OK. <laughs> Okay, last story um, is I just kind of want to talk a little bit about electric cars because sometimes people on the internet like to tell me that I'm like so anti-EV, but I can't say it enough. Like I'm just a question asker. And one of my biggest concerns with all of us going our, with, with all of the vehicles going EV is eventually, because this will trickle down to the used car market, what this means for the used car market. I think one big question on people's minds are the batteries. So how long do these batteries last for? And what does that look like if you go try to buy a used car, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so they're saying, I have, I've pulled up multiple different articles on this. This one's from IC Cars. And it's how long do electric car batteries last? Read through the whole article. I think the important thing is to know is they don't, I don't really know how they can know when so, so many of these cars just came out, right? Mm-hmm. But they're saying electric car batteries should last anywhere from 10 to 20 years before they need to be replaced. Okay. Why that matters is the average car on the road as of right now is 12 years old. So basically what you're saying is like, it's fine for the first 
10 years, but there are going to have to be batteries replaced to have a healthy used car market, right? Mm -hmm. And I think a big concern moving forward to the used car market is, well, is the battery going to need to be replaced? And and, And if that is, what is the cost of a battery replacement? And that's another thing that's kind of all over the place right now because they're just developing these batteries, let alone a replacement for these batteries. And kind of the reason these batteries need to be replaced is... It, it kind of works similarly. And I've heard other experts like kind of describe it like this. Like it's a battery. So it's a little bit like your iPhone. When you first get your iPhone, like it stays charged for like seven good. days. Right. By the time you're like in year five, like it's at 20% by noon. So these batteries do need to get replaced. So that's one thing that I thought was interesting. And when you look at the used car market for the new car market, on average, Americans buy an estimated 39.4 million used cars every year versus 17.3 million new ones. So there are way more used car sale transactions than there are new right. car transactions. Right. So again, I know we're decades from this happening, but it's what does that mean for the used car market? And is there going to be a world where now these people buy a used vehicle two years in and have to replace a battery and how much those batteries cost mm-hmm. and how long they really last? Mm-hmm is where people, I think, have some questions. And there was also a, recently a story that came out that you always got to fact check. I mean, you know how those things on the internet are. Like, you always got to fact check. Like, someone shows a screen grab of, like, a dealer markup or a service record, and it's like, well, is that actually true? So, recently, someone bought a used Chevy Volt in Florida. And there's a screenshot of the service of the repair order, and they were charging almost $30,000 to replace the battery on a Chevy Volt. There's not a wow. there's not a world where that a used Chevy Volt costs thirty thousand right. dollars. So, I found this article from USA Today, basically just fact checking this, and they said that it was in fact accurate. So, someone bought a Chevy Volt with seventy thousand miles on it. It needed a new battery and some coolant, and it will be almost thirty thousand dollars. Wow. The image included the post shows the dealership's repair estimate, which lists the price of the battery at $26,835. The total cost for repairs, which also includes the coolant, shop supplies, and labor, is listed at $29,842. So, want to note, this is so expensive. I show you, this is so expensive because they don't make the Volt battery anymore. And that's the problem with and that's, anything. Yeah. Because and, they're going to continue to try and up this technology. And with every update they, they come out with that that year model that they're replacing you can't get that battery anymore and that's the problem yes and i think that's also where some of us like or at least i think you should have a little hesitancy with some of these ev startups like like a rivian like a vinfast because it's like what if they go under then who's right who's getting the battery so that's so so well so this article goes on to say that according to a bloomberg report the average base replacement battery in an electric vehicle is about $6,300. So obviously not 30, but still an, still an expense for what a used vehicle should be. And some manufacturers are doing like, now the manufacturers will have different warranties on these batteries. Um, so like some are going 10 year, 100,000 miles. Some are going eight year, you know, 70,000 miles. Like every manufacturer is a little different. So again, not worried about the new car market, having this adjustment to more EVs, worried about the used car market and surprise expense to people already use car shopping for affordability. Right. And that's just me asking questions. And the questions need to be asked, Cal. Um, but I think it's time that we move on to our ditch the drive through segment. 100%. So mm, I have like two little ditch the drive through. I wouldn't even call them full blown meals. One is definitely a snack. 
One is a fun meal that I saw online that you can do with your kids. So I'm gonna start with the snacks. So you know I'm a sushi girl, right? Mm-hmm. Well, sushi's expensive and it and I have to go out physically to go get it because I can't make it myself. So what I did the other day, because I was having the sushi craving and I had a cucumber in my fridge. I cut up the cucumber, I put soy sauce on it, and I just dotted it with a little bit of sriracha. Now, when you eat it, you kind of get that mm, sushi sensation yeah. without the protein and like the fish, of course, but it's a delicious snack and I would encourage everyone to try it. Like my mouth is watering thinking about you it You right are now. such a cucumber girly. Because since you're sharing your stories the other day, how you just said ranch and hot sauce with a cucumber. Yeah, ranch and hot sauce with a cucumber No, too. the soy sauce and sriracha on a cucumber. I'm going to make you some before you leave today because yeah, it's fantastic. Actually, it actually sounds really good. I kind of want some. And then this thing that I saw online for your kids, which I thought was such a fun idea. And I'm like putting it in the back pocket for me like five years from now. Um, this family, they made... Uh, Mashed potatoes. I'm sure they were just the microwavable mashed potatoes in the bag. Love Bob Evans. Um, dino nuggets. Specifically, has to be dino nuggets and just like steamed broccoli. And what they did was on a cookie pan, they put a like a mixing bowl upside down and then covered the bowl with mashed potatoes. Then, oh, they also had gravy. Then they put the little broccoli all stuck in this like hill of mashed potatoes. So it looked like trees. And then they put the dino nuggets all in the mashed potatoes as well. So they were like going up this like volcano of mashed potatoes with the trees and the dinos. And they took the gravy and it was like a volcano No, spell. like I'm totally going to do that for George. And it was so cute. And like how much fun for kids and broccoli mashed potatoes and dino nuggets is like a fantastic meal. No, fantastic. Fantastic meal. so good. It would be such a fun thing to do on like a day that like Tyler's working late and like I don't care about making him yeah. something and like I'll just eat leftovers or whatever. Yeah. And you could even make it on like a smaller scale. Like I would just uh-huh. use like a cereal bowl and like make it individual one for George. Like yeah. I don't need to get like this like giant popcorn bowl to do no, it. No, I mean like adjust it however you want. But I thought that was a really sweet idea. Yeah, I'm totally going to do that. Um, I'll kind of go off Liz. Like I'll just tell you what I made this week because I don't have a ton. Um, but I made a pasta bake. How was that? Um, it was really good. So as you know, my favorite blogger in the world, Naptime Kitchen, um, she does pasta Mondays, which is just like such a, I've kind of talked about this before, but like I love meal planning with a vibe instead of with a meal. Yeah. So she does pasta Mondays. So I'm always inspired on like Mondays to make pasta, pasta because it's just like, okay, what pasta should I make? So all I did is it was like nothing special. I just made like muscatoli, like penne noodles, a good pasta sauce and Italian sausage a and good Parmesan cheese. Is a game changer. No, and I think that's the game changer. And like, did I want to buy the Rouse for eight dollars? No. no. But is it better? It is. It so ragu? it's so much better yeah. than like prego or ragu to the point where like I think it also not only does it taste better, it like bakes better and like reheats better. So I had Rouse R A O whatever you call yeah. it, penne parm sausage, made Caesar salad and some garlic bread on the side. Oh, the garlic bread. And, and mm. I think like what I liked about it is like it's one thing to have a for whatever reason, like a pot of pasta doesn't always do it for me. But like a pasta bake. Yeah. So all I, all I did was make it and then put cheese on it and then baked it till the cheese melted. Yeah. But then it was like, oh, my God, let me just pull this out of the oven. Like I've just been working on this casserole all day. So pick me. Yeah, I know. So anyway, that's our episode. I love it. Talk about twists and turns. So many. You got. You really got to buckle up when you listen to this podcast because you never know where you're going to go. So thank you so much for listening to the Carpool Podcast. Please be sure to leave us a review. Leave us five stars if you're feeling it. Um, subscribe and follow us on IG at the Carpool. Bye. Thank you for listening to the Carpool Podcast with Kelly and Liz. Make sure you're subscribed so you never miss an episode. 
And if you enjoyed riding with us, tell everybody you know. There's room in the car for everyone.